Reddit did to do and welcome into more important issues. It is, oh, my microphone is coming back at me. It is Wednesday, April 22nd. Is that right? It is April Earth Day. Happy Earth Day. I, I don't look at the, I don't wake up and look at what date it is anymore because I have nothing to do. And it's like, I, I don't have any appointments. I don't have any, like anything coming up. Like, I don't need to know the date, so I don't worry about it. All you just need to know is five and two. Like, is it, is it in the work week or is it the weekend? Right. That's all you need. Right. I don't need to know the, I don't need to know the actual date. Right. Um, it's been some beautiful weather though. It's been a good earth day, I guess. I incidentally watched a Nat Geo show last night. So that's, that's good. And you played golf today. And I played golf today. So I'm, I'm really in tune with the earth. Yeah. Really in tune. How are the greens today? Fantastic. Fantastic. They beat me. Oh. Yeah. Yikes. That's usually how it goes though, right? Yeah, usually. <laughs> I've had, I've maybe gotten the better of it a few times. Not too many times. Um, what'd you do today? We're all waiting on some, some people to get. I worked. Um, and that, yeah, that's that's about it. Um, I took my dog on I a walk. I regret asking you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you, you, you did go? I did you go did on get a walk. to enjoy the sunshine? Yeah. There I did go, go on, a, on a little hike. Not a hike, but a walk. <laughs> I enjoyed the earth. Enjoyed the earth. There you go. Yeah. Um, Stay with us. Don't go. Enjoy the earth. Watch this. Watch this live show. We got a good one. We're talking about the Alabama Tennessee game from 1998, reliving the the good old days. Um, as we will continue our 98 rewatch, uh, we are in our ooh, sixth game of the season. Is yep. the sixth game? Yeah, because this is actually the first time we've started six and zero. <clears throat> this will be your athlete trivia question. I don't remember that. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. Then this. Oh, this is a fun one. We'll get into that later. <coughs> um, we're also talking about JT Daniels. Um, he is a transfer from USC, potentially linked to Tennessee. We'll talk more about that. Talked a little bit up about it on Sunday, but it's developed a tad bit more, maybe. Yeah, a little bit. Since maybe not developed more, but we've looked into it more. Yeah. So, um, going to talk about the NFL draft and the Vols that could potentially go in the NFL draft. We've also got some college football rule changes. Those have been announced. Does that give you hope for the 2020 football season? They're at least implementing the changes. Um, <laughs> a little bit, maybe. It doesn't do anything different for me, I don't think. I think I'll still understand. I think, yeah. Oh, well, we're dreaming. We're dreaming. So we're going to talk about those college football rule changes. Like there will be a 2020 football season, at least at some point. Maybe it's in 2021. Spring of 2021. I don't know. Not according to the UConn. Professor. Yeah, UConn is just like, no. Nope. Yeah, they've already given up. Who's the president, right? Yeah, I think. Yeah, they've already given up. Um, and then we got some segments: jumbotron and stupidities and epidemics. So get ready for those giveaway at the end of the show. Yeah, we got a twenty-five dollar gift card to Hound Dogs, and um, so stay stay around for that. Um, also, check out our sponsors: Bet Now, Tennessee Tap House, Hound Dogs, and Commercial Bank. Commercial Bank is your neighborhood bank and they're a leading financial institution with the services, capabilities, and resources of regional and national banks. Whether it's purchasing a home, saving for your child's future, or planning your next vacation, Commercial Bank is with you every step of the way to navigate life's big decisions. Life made better. Visit cbtn.com to learn more and find a branch near you. Guys, go check out the official bank of more important issues, Commercial Bank. Yeah, check out Commercial Bank. Obviously, they're open right now um, to help you with, with any financial needs you may have. Make sure you also check out Tennessee Tap House. You can check them out on Facebook and Hound Dogs, yeah. their website or Facebook. Um, you can check them out, especially with everything going on right now. Check them out. Check out the locals. Um, Did we get it shared to Facebook? 
Do I know? Do we get it shared to Facebook? I don't know. I don't know. Do I need to do that? Yeah, it's it's not letting me. Okay. Um, if you just want to put we're live and then I can share it. To yeah, I got everything. It. Cool. Um, yeah. Uh, the 98 rewatch though, Alabama. Tennessee welcomes in Alabama. I'll go ahead and give you the Affleck trivia question because it's actually, I don't think they mentioned something I realized. Maybe it was already assumed. I don't know because of the context. But the Affleck trivia question was asked, it was the last time Tennessee beat Bama, Florida, and Bama at home in the same year. Uh, I, I do have this. It's 1970. It's 1970. <clears throat> 1970 yeah. is, and this was obviously asked the 1998 season. So <clears throat> 1998, we do win this game and start 6-0 and beat Florida and Bama at home. But before that, it was 1970. Um, Bill Battle was the coach. Phil Fulmer was on the team. Dang. Yeah, he's an offensive lineman. That time is junior season, I believe. Um, so little... Trivia. Yeah, a little yeah. added history. trivia into yeah. it. Uh, that year, the Vols went 11-1 and one and uh, beat oh, in the Sugar Bowl. I don't remember who it was now. But Bill Battle was the youngest coach in America at that point, 28 years old. So. Oh, dang. Yeah. The Sean McVay of college football right, coaches. Right. <laughs> um, also, in kind of like, I guess this is like fun facts about the game, um, in attendance, we're being recruited, Chris Sims. Whose Chris brother Sims. would later be our quarterback, Matt Sims. Matt Sims. We talked about him last week, right? Was that last? Yeah, week? I think Two Chris Sims ended up at Texas, right? Texas, yes. yes. Okay. Yeah, and they also mentioned the recruitment of Eli Manning. Yeah, and even talked about how Cutcliffe's probably going to get him, and he did. Just not at Tennessee. Miss. Yeah, <laughs> not at Tennessee. Um, and then, I mean, I, I've got a couple things written down. Do you have anything you want to before we actually talk about the game? Yeah. So this is um, this will be our four straight win over Alabama. Yes, and we are not sitting pretty anymore, especially. But even at that time, I think we're ten or eleven games back in the series. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. And then this is our tw- this will be our twelfth straight win over an SEC West opponent. Wow. Well, that is a different <laughs> how the turned have tabled. Yeah. Um, and also the SEC West standings. Did you see that? Yes. Uh, you tweeted. <clears throat> It was Art. Let's see if I can remember. So Mississippi State, that's who we played in the uh, SEC championship. But they were second at the time. I believe Arkansas was first. Right. Mississippi State. It got even. I feel like it got even weirder like that. I feel like it, <coughs> I don't think it was Ole Miss. I think it might have been. It was Alabama. Ole Miss. It was Ole Miss. Yeah. Ole Miss, Alabama. Mm-hmm. LSU. Yep. Auburn. Auburn. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. What a <coughs> very different. Um, <laughs> the turned of table. Yeah. That's a that's quite the change. Yeah. I mean, we'll never see that again. There's no way. No. I mean, look at the coaches at, at those programs. It's like... Right. Uh, God, who's Arkansas's coach? Uh, <laughs> Help me out. Help me out. The offensive lineman, that offensive line coach used to be at UT. Yes, oh, sir. My gosh. Yeah. If, you if you hadn't said it. Golly. I'm, yeah, that's going to... I'm struggling. <laughs> um, but yeah, Mike Leach and, and Lane Kiffin are the other ones. So yeah, we'll probably never... Never. Not get a to chance. That point. Yeah. Not a chance. <clears throat> okay, let's see here. Working on sharing these. Sorry, I'll uh, I'll try to go into a little bit of um, Bama. So Bama, they had Sean Alexander, which is like a Hall of Fame running back, and and a proved beast. it in this game. I mean, I don't think there were there were not a lot of times he was brought down by one person. Yeah, I mean, luckily Tennessee's defense was so good, but you really got a taste of him at the very last play when Steve Johnson got that interception and oh came out God. of nowhere and just destroyed. I was glad to see uh, Steve Johnson pop right back up from that because 
Yeah, you. I think the adrenaline of the, uh, yeah. the interception got him. And it's a lot of those like, you know, when you wreck your bike and you get up real quick, right? Because people are watching. Like, I feel like it was one of those. I feel like when he got in the locker room, he was like, "Oh my god!" Oh, one hundred percent. Because I mean, he got. I mean, I feel like that's the definition of bell rung. Yeah, that's a collision of the game. Right. Right. Um, Did they have that at the time? I, guess I don't. Not. I don't know. Maybe. It's funny to hear them talk about. Well, it's hilarious to see a hit just about every possession where you're like, oof, yeah. ejection. <laughs> and then even even they're talking about it, they're like, ah, that is a dangerous hit. <laughs> and nothing happened. Like, it's right. normal play. Just let them play. Just let the boys play. But, yeah, they had Sean Alexander. They also have Andrew Zhao, which is their redshirt freshman quarterback. Um, hasn't lost as a starter in high school or college. I saw that. So, I guess, was that, I meant to look that up. Did you follow up? Was that his first start against Tennessee? Because they were no, four he was, and two. He was two and zero. Oh. Two and zero. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so I think he ECU, and I don't remember who was before that. Um, gotcha. Yeah, he's two and zero oh heading into this game. So this is this is a big game. Like he, like, he's a winner. Right. Um, they also had Reggie Grimes. If that sounds yeah. familiar, he was um, his son. Reggie Grimes was a recruit um, in the previous cycle. And was a sign, he's a signee at Oklahoma now, uh, out of mm-hmm. Ravenwood. So yeah, that's a little uh, little fun fact for you there. Um, we just dominated the line of scrimmage again. Dominated, <laughs> and even like even on defense when we struggled, we had another goal on. We had another goal on stand that stood out to me. That I mean, especially against someone like Sean Alexander, who coming into this game. You know the the first the pregame they're sitting there talking about it how. If Sean Alexander can carry this team, Alabama has a chance, and that was their only hope. There were still, I think, some questions around our backfield and, and Travis Henry and Travis Stevens because just because they weren't Jamal Lewis. Um, yeah. And, and and T. Martin kind of comes alive in this game in terms of he's he gets a lot of opportunities to run and throw in this game. Like, it's – it's I don't – do you have the box score? Yeah. Do you have his stats? I feel like he probably dominated the stat line. So he was 10 for 14 passing, um, 117 yards, and then he had uh, 13 rushes for 41 yards and two Wow, touchdowns. I would have imagined he would have had more passing or more passing yards than that. They all, they were a lot of play action kind of yeah dunk plays. But and did that play action like Cutcliffe it, was a master at that? Well, I mean that's that is what happens when you have a good running game though. Yeah. I mean, they have to respect it. Like they have to, they have to assume that runs coming when you when you show it. And yeah, and as soon as that, like, like in the it. back of their mind, they're thinking like, okay, he could. They do play action a lot, yeah. so they're thinking about that. And and just when we like get them to sleep and and know that that run is coming, mm-hmm. and we hit them with play action. Yeah. Um, I think I, I also have this. So, um. We were 65% run, 35% pass entering this game. Oh, wow. Okay. That's a percentage. Um, so, we only threw 14 times in this game. We yeah. rush 51 times. Yeah. That, so. Well, we're def- I mean, we're definitely run heavy, and for good reason. I mean, yeah. that backfield is. And the offensive line. One of the like, best. That's, mm-hmm. you know, they talked about them just wearing down a- opponents. I feel like we get to the fourth quarter and we're up, we're going to run the clock out. And you're yeah. not going to be able to stop it because our – our offensive line literally dominates from the first play to the last. Right, play. and that's essentially what happened too in this game. Yeah, uh, we I think we had a ten point victory or a ten point lead for the entire fourth quarter, so it wasn't as close. wasn't really fighting to, you know, wasn't one play away from being a game again. But still, Alabama just didn't have much of a chance. 
in the fourth quarter. So yeah, uh, yeah. The dom the dominated last scrimmage was a big thing, and then Jeff Hall misses two field goal, two field goals in this game. So that's Oops. six points you left out there that are typically almost guaranteed this season. Luckily, Alabama missed three. So yeah. Oh, I know. <laughs> I, the first miss, I was like, oh, okay. So this dates back a while. Right. <laughs> Their place kicker issues. Yes. I need to look up what he finished on the year, Jeff Hall, after because he had two misses in that game. I don't think he had any coming into this game. He had one, I think, coming into this game. Yeah, one or two. He had a couple, I think. I think he just had one coming in, and that's – he's kicked several field goals. Mm-hmm. I'm going to see if I can – yeah, here we go, sports. Hopefully they have the whole the whole season. And you talk about run heavy. We're – it showed across we're 43-2-2 two two when Tennessee rushed for 200-plus yards. We were – Sorry, say that one more time. Forty-three, two and two. Wow. Um, so I, I think you, you, if you find that stat and you look at it, you're like, dude, we're on the football, right? Um, so yeah, and, offensive line just dominating. And I would guess that that. And I think this is the first game Rito's back. Our uh, right yeah, tackle. Yeah, yes. it is. And did you hear what he was out with? A fractured foot, I believe. And he's back in <laughs> two games. Syrac- yeah, it was Syracuse. So. Yeah. Yeah, doesn't have any more. Doesn't have any more. Doesn't Boys are just tougher than you know. But I, I do like we ride the hot hand because when yeah. Butch Jones was here, we did not. Uh, if you made a couple, <laughs> no, it was like run, we'd go away out. from. Yeah, it was like yeah. we'd go away. So, um, but this one it was Travis Stevens last week um, went over the century mark, and then Travis Henry had the hot hand, and they let him get the hundred yards. Right, right. Splitting the carries. Yeah. So Jeff Hall on the season was fifteen and twenty four. And he missed two in that game. Mm. So he couldn't have missed more than three coming into the game total. Yeah. So I don't have the game-by-game statistics. I'm trying to remember. I know we've done this rewatch. I should remember. That's bad. But I'm trying to remember more than a miss or two before this. I think I remember. Remember one? I, I definitely remember one against Georgia. Maybe we had one against Auburn, too. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Still, that's that's a, that's a pretty good field goal percentage right there. Yeah. Um, and you talk about T making play with his legs. I mean, that was – they talked about that coming into the game that Alabama was concerned about was yeah. not really T throwing the ball, but him making plays with his legs, and they couldn't really do anything he, to stop He did him. it several times. Right. He did it several times. Dude, how hard both Travis Henry and Travis Stevens run is incredible. Oh, yeah. Incredible. And a lot of times they're taking out their own offensive linemen because they're running so hard. And if you're in his way, you're in his way. Like that's yeah, your like fault. they don't they don't put their head up until after they're past the line of scrimmage. Yeah, like it's like they're if you're barreling. in my way, you're getting run over. They're barreling through. Yeah, barreling. But I think the play of the game was obviously the so Sean Alexander runs for what was what was his touchdown? Just about 44, 44 yards yeah. on a third and one. So everybody's. Lined up like right at the line of scrimmage. He breaks free and runs 44 yards. And how demoralizing is it when you kick off and that right. kickoff is returned for a touchdown? Oh, yeah. And there was a flag. Everybody assumed it was on Tennessee. Yeah. And you get the nice John Moore call that uh, the flag is on Alabama. <laughs> and yeah, that was definitely a turn of events. And well, even that on- wasn't like the game. I think that was, I guess that was a game winning touchdown, but it wasn't like the game ceiling. There's still a lot to go, but it right. definitely took the wind out of the sails. Oh yeah, especially yeah, after a touchdown was... where you're like, all right, we're back in this, and yeah, I mean that that that's 
that's why I'm saying it's so demoralizing. They're like, they score a touchdown, they get the two point conversion. Like, oh, yeah. we're in this game, and then, no, hundred yards later, nope. Yeah. Yep. Don't get to Peerless Price. Don't do it. No. I'm surprised how many times teams do kick it to him. Yeah. Like he's not even having to work to get to it. Well, they go down. They kick it to him again. Well, not again. They kick it further in the end zone where he takes a knee. But still, like. Yeah. I mean, what what do they coach now? If they return a touchdown, you're coached to kick it out of the freaking back of the end zone or kick it out of bounds. Don't, yeah. Like, don't let not, him touch it. It's not going to him again. <laughs> it shouldn't. Right. You shouldn't be kicking to him again. Um, dude, I'm looking at Jeff Austin. Still, he made 47 extra points every single year. The exactly. Exactly 47. Every, every single year, and every year except his senior year, he missed two. Wow. So yeah, that's insane. That can't be real, right? <laughs> you think they're just like ah, just <laughs> they got lazy with it. <laughs> I don't know. Just copy and pasted it. I guess. I know I'm I think he used to hold the record for most points. I don't know who does now. He he used to. Oh, it's definitely like uh Daniel Lincoln, right? Oh no. <laughs> I, I, it's not Daniel Lincoln. There's no way. There's no way. Who do you think it is? It's a kicker. It's gotta be Medley Woolway. It could be Medley kicked off four years, didn't he? I don't know. Let's see how easy that is to look at. It's up. interesting. There's our, there's our trivia question of the day. Yeah. Who's the point leading point scorer? Also, we want you guys to, to join in this. So, uh, yeah. YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, um, like, love, laugh, cry. I don't do something. Comment, um, share it. Ask any questions you want to throughout yeah. the show. And we'll be happy to answer those. So let's, let's, let's do a trivia question. Let's do that. Leading point scorer in Tennessee football history We'll give away a uh, more important issue shirt. Okay, we've got some extra. We'll we'll give oh. it away. Yeah, we're getting we're big time in here. Um, oh. so well, let's let's do. Uh, if you're on Facebook, can you see the comments? Yeah. Just uh, I guess drop it in there. We'll keep up with the first person to get it. Um, Twitter, drop it in here, and YouTube, and we'll first person to get it. Um, we'll do it. Big Dog Brett, sorry, I just saw your YouTube. Are we excited to play Georgia this year? I'm excited that the Georgia game's later this year. I'm, yeah, we plan on going. So, yeah, we yeah plan, we're we super excited. Um, I don't know if I'm super excited yet. We'll see what Georgia's roster looks like. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> come, that's true. Come that time. But, that's true. Uh, yeah, we'll get – we'll definitely uh, – I'm definitely more excited for it not to be in – I guess that was always, what, like the first week in October? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. I was looking – so when I was looking back at, like, the 1970, and I was, like, kind of, like, looking around those teams, because <clears> um, I went and looked when Clark Duncan played and stuff like that. So I was bouncing around like – the schedules were so wild. Like, there was no organization to them. Oh, yeah. Like, people were just like, nah, you guys want to play in, uh, in you know, October? You guys like, got an open date on October 12th? Yep. <laughs> hey, Johnny, you want to yeah. play tomorrow? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's just, like, random. Yeah. Okay, let's see. I'm at the... I'm looking for this, all the records, if we can. Um... I was going to say... Oh, did you see the... So, CBS interviews... Um, what's well Mike Mayock interviews Condridge Holloway. Did you see that? I missed that. When was it? I don't know. It was very brief, but 
they talked about when Condors Hallway and Alabama played in, in a certain year. Well, there's a play where Alabama's coach, God, I can't think of his name Wait, now. Wait, yes. I do know what you're talking about. I did see this. I don't know why. And so Condors Hallway fumbles, yeah. and it's because of the Alabama coach. And um, what, what what is his name? I don't remember. Anyway, um, and they're like, what did you think about that fumble? And he's like, yeah, it was... A bad memory on my end. <laughs> yeah, he's just like, what do you... I'm just like, who do you interviews somebody about a bad play? Right. No, that's very weird. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's like the, X, like the old XFL. Yeah, I think even this XFL, like, somebody would fumble and they would be interviewing as they come on the field. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Why'd you throw that pick? Yeah. Like, walk us through that last interception that you just threw. <laughs> Thank you. I know quarterbacks are supposed to have a short memory, but uh, right. can you... <laughs> Re- relive it for us. <laughs> yeah. One last time. All I see is all-time player career stats. So maybe somebody will beat us to this little historic. Uh, what do you think UT's record will be at the end of the year? Big Dog Brett asked that. I mean, we can look at the schedule. I think with the toughness of the schedule, I feel like right now the safe spot's going to be like 8-4. and four. You might find yourself at 9-3. and three. Yeah. You could find yourself at 7-5. Um, yeah, 7-5. and five, But I feel like 8-4 and four is probably. Yeah, that's probably a safe bet. I, again, would need to yeah, I mean, if you surprise somebody, you surprise an Oklahoma, Florida, Georgia. Yeah, you can find yourself nine and three. Yeah, maybe but, depending on who you play in the bowl game, ten and uh, ten and two. I'm trying to find man, I'm trying to find the all time record. Maybe go to stats. I don't know. <clears throat> I'm going to learn. I'm going to learn how to navigate utsports.com's website now. So that's we fun. should, um, whoever it is, we should get their total amount of points, and then in one day we have to, you have to kick that amount of points. That that would be insane. <laughs> so, would you split them up by extra points and field goals? I feel like you have to. Yeah, maybe. Mm. Or heck, we could just do field goals. Shoot. Yeah, we got to figure this out. I'm assuming it. I'm assuming it's a kicker. It should be. But James Wilhoy is that that sounds right. But I think he held it before. I feel like it's Medley. I feel like I remember Medley breaking it. I who knows? Who knows? Yeah, see if you can see if you can find it on Google. It says you can use a. Oh yeah, this is a. See if anybody beats us to it. I need somebody to beat us to it. All-time record score in Tennessee football history. All-time score. Um, tell us who you think it is. If you get it right, you get a shirt. You all can look it up too, I guess, because we don't even have it right now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see here. You got anything else for the Alabama game? I don't have much for the Alabama game. It was cool to see Sean Alexander run for Alabama. Um, I've obviously seen the Alabama game, but I couldn't tell you like a play I really remember outside of the touchdown. Um, kickoff return for a touchdown from Peter Spross. Hmm. Other than that, I don't know of any of that. Like, so it, it's one of those games I've definitely never seen all the way through. Um, so it was it was exciting to watch. Uh, like that, this is a more exciting football game. I feel like. Also, you mentioned uh, I saw you tweet about uh, the linebacking trio, linebacker trio. Yeah, there's not one close to it. No, there's not one close to it. There's no one that touched. Somebody that. did say. Leonard Little, but wasn't he more considered as a defensive end? I know when he got to the NFL, he was a defensive end. Yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, maybe that one, but still, it's Tennessee. Right. 
Also, like there there was one that was pretty good. Brian Cushing, Clay Matthews, and Ray Maluga. That was yeah. that's a pretty good one. Yeah. But yeah, just watching those three guys like in real time, like you you can't find a better trio than no. That. No, not a chance. Uh, I'm there's no way I'm using this search thing well to try to find this, but mm, I don't have time to time to do it. Um Cigars, man. Cigars, what I'm about a, it? I think I'm like I know you have cigars, and I want to have at least a cigar on me every time we play Alabama from I, now on. I've got a cigar for Alabama that I have. Okay, that is like the next time. And the you have nice cigars, right? Uh, I've got one nice one that that's the Alabama one. Okay, because so. I've never I've never smoked a cigar before. You never, never smoked one. Yeah, so I mean, what a okay. way to uh, earn my yeah. Um, that would that you actually cigar virginity. Yeah, make sure you don't smoke one before. Okay, before then. So it only has Aaron Medley's freshman year stats on the website. So hmm. he had 106 points his freshman year. So if he maintained that, that's 400. Jeez. So that's uh, 30 more than Jeff Hall. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, the uh, you have anything else about the Alabama game you want to add in? Um, I don't. I don't. We're just we're six and zero. Oh. We're six and zero. Oh. Who do we play next week? I don't think I wrote that down. Yeah, right here. Is it a cupcake? No. Well, South yes, Carolina. South Carolina. Yeah. <laughs> yes and no. Yeah, we have to play him. Yeah. Uh, T. Martin. I, I'm. I suspect he's going to have a big day. We'll see. <laughs> you want to bet on it? We're watching this in real time. People. I'll bet a cigar on it. Okay, I'm into that. <laughs> I'm pretty disappointed. I can't just easily access Tennessee's Tennessee football like records points. I'm just gonna put like I don't know what to, I. Who knows a good source to use? <laughs> That's what we need. Football statistical leaders, and it even tells me I've clicked on it before. So I guess I have. I don't see scoring on here though. That's probably what I was looking for. Last time I did this, we're stuck. We're stuck. Someone's got the answer. Somebody does. Somebody um, has the answer. JT Daniels might have the answer. JT JT <laughs> Daniels. Uh, that would be incredible because he'd only have two years of eligibility. So three. If he oh he has three. That's yeah, because he. I, guess. I mean, he redshirted last year. Ah, there you go. So, yeah. So he's three years of eligibility. Um. I kind of want to clear the air with this because I feel like a lot of people thought we were maybe not wanting JT Daniels. I think me and Caleb both can agree on, like, if you're going to win his football games, bring him in. Yeah. But we also said, and I still believe this, right now especially, it doesn't make sense. I'm not saying the, I'm not saying I have no clue yeah. whether the coaches want him or not, but we have reached a scholarship limit and the QB room's full. And then I also still stand by the statement of, um, if you bring him in, JG cannot be your starter. It got. I'm not saying it has to be him, but it's got to be him or Harrison. Or yeah, I mean I, someone else. I, I, if you bring in JT Daniels, he's your starter. Got to be. Well, I'm just saying. I think you that if you have talent like that, and no one, and because I mean we don't know what he's gonna be like now that he's t- had a season off to an ACL injury. Yeah, I mean that, that that's be, for, that's for the coaches to figure yeah, out. Yeah, but I just don't think it can be. JG, like, yeah. I don't think it. no, I I agree with that. I mean, if if you really think 
JT Daniels can come in and produce more than anybody quarterback on that roster, you yeah. do it. You, and, he, you, and you make the you make the numbers work. Right. Yeah. And people are going to leave. It's part of it. But people are probably going to leave before the season starts anyways. So Right. Kind of yeah, I mean, you're, you're probably going to lose a, a quarterback or two before, right. even if JT Daniels doesn't come. Right. Um, I mean, my, my thing is, like, you're, you're kind of picking between, a, you know, JT Daniels has – some um, experience mm. at the college level, but are you willing to just put Harrison Bailey at the back burner? Right. I mean, that's that's another question you have to ask too. I mean, you've been recruiting him hard, and I'm I'm not saying I hope you haven't promised him playing time and starter because you can't. But I mean, he, he's not going to sit on the bench for three years, right? That's right. I mean, he's a five star quarterback. He's not going to do that. No. Um, but if if the coaches really think that JT Daniels is the is the answer and gives us the best chan, chance to win, you do it. Yeah, bottom I agree. line. Bottom line. Um, I, agree. I, I mean, I think it's going to be uh, Austin Price and Volquest announced there has been talks with JT Daniels. So you know there there's been communication. Now it is is right. the feeling mutual between the two? We have no clue and. No. And I think Tennessee can attest that it's it's hard to get California kids out of the state of California. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we got Henry Toa Toa. I wouldn't even count Keller Christ. Um, <laughs> yeah, hey, man, that's a transfer though. So yeah, transfer QB. But I mean, we went all in with Jeremy Pruitt's first year. We, you know, recruited Elijah Griffin and Isaac Taylor Stewart out of California, and they ended up going to USC. Yeah. So I mean, was it worth? flying out there and stuff and jt daniels is not like he can come visit either no i mean it's definitely going to be a i mean a lot of these recruits and transfers are going to be interesting in how they make their decisions yeah like zach evans at least had his florida trip canceled i don't know if he had any other trips canceled due to it but gosh i'm kind of done with the zach evans thing (laughs) oh come on you know you want him if he came great if whatever i mean i just don't i don't even think he wants to play (laughs) Like, does he even want to go to school? I mean, I'll, I guess. He wants to play football. Right. I mean, he may want to go to school. I don't know. Maybe that's yeah. that's what he's comparing. Right. I don't know. No clue. That is definitely an interesting situation that, yeah, I'm, I don't like. I don't know if we're going to be on the – I don't know if we care to be on the right end of it, honestly. I wonder I wonder how the Tennessee coaches are viewing it. Obviously, they recruited him at some point, but doesn't seem like it anymore. Okay, I've at least found the media guide, so I'm probably about to find this. Um – is that all we've got for JT Daniels? Yeah, I just want to mention that Volquest said that there has been contact, so yeah. that's developing, I guess. Right. Um, I mean, you you have a lot of teams that need. I'm just going to be very, very frustrated if we go out and get this guy, and we're still scared to start someone else. It's going to be very, very frustrating. Oh yeah, very frustrating. I mean, um, that's. Ooh, I would. I wouldn't want to be in. I mean, because you're like, you're putting yourself in the hot seat, right? Not that we'd. I don't know. I mean, we. I guess we fired for less. So. <laughs> um. Yeah, the NFL draft is tomorrow. Yeah, first round starts. Um, gonna be uh virtual. Yeah. Did you see um, the fail of it already having issues with the Bengals first? 
they tried to do a virtual mock draft, I guess. Oh, okay. And it, like, had glitches all in it. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I mean, I saw, like, it, some of the teams struggling. Which, I mean, like, how does an NFL team struggle? Like, how do you not have people ready to help? Like, I don't know. It just seems My thing crazy. is, like, can they not just, like, call and be like, hey, I want Joe Burrow? <laughs> I mean, uh, also that yeah, I don't I don't understand what the whole like because some what if somebody picks like they have a kicker queued up right and they pick a kicker in the first round like does that could that happen could it glitch and give them somebody they didn't even uh, want that would be fantastic if it <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if that's how it works but that would be awesome maybe this gives like GMs and stuff an out yeah yeah they're, they're like draft, oh I, I didn't mean to do that yeah they draft somebody bad they're like yeah it was glitched right right that's probably what it is yeah that's what's gonna happen i hope that happens so um bingles you think it's it's, it's gotta be joe burrow right i don't know how you go like why does this it shouldn't even be a question it's like you now just pick right make it easy on yourself pick Done. the best quarterback well they have to they have to take. A, they have to take. If it, if Joe Burrow wasn't, I think Joe Burrow's plenty good. I know a lot of people still have question marks around him, but if I mean, if it was like uh, Sam Darnold, I pass. But yeah. I'm taking Joe Burrow. Yeah, for sure. No offense, Sam Darnold. I hope you um, came back from pneumonia and not kissing random ladies anymore. <laughs> Is that what it was? I don't know. Isn't that what they tell you? The pneumonia's past their kissing. Kissing. I don't like know. Cooties? I've never had it. I kind of surprised me. You seem like you get pneumonia. <laughs> you seem like the type of guy. You're trying to get me in trouble with my wife. <laughs> exactly. Um, and then the the second pick, the I guess we'll you just want to go like through the top ten. Yeah, and I think I finally found out who scored the most points. Who is it? I, I can't. Not yet. Oh, oh, it's still oh, the giveaway. Oh, so, so this is at as of uh, this is utsports.com official. Oh, okay. So they they said that if you have any problems, so you can take them up with them. You can still anybody. We don't have a winner yet. I'm waiting on a winner. Waiting on all a time scorer, all time leading scorer in Tennessee football history. Tell us who you think it is. You want a shirt? If no one gets it, we keep the shirt. We yeah, I guess I'll wear it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Joe Burrow, easy pick. Um, the Redskins have the second pick. Who they got? I think this is. Easy it's got to take. It's got to be Chase Young. Yeah, I mean he's probably the best overall player in the draft. Right. But my fail of the week, or not fail? Sorry, stupidity of the week is Tom Fernelli. CBS? Is he CBS? Is he? I don't know what he is. I don't know. I believe he's CBS. Um, he has, in his mock draft, he has Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, so uh, the Dolphins trading up and okay. getting Herbert, mm-hmm. Tua, which would be the Jaguars trading up, Chase Young falling to New York. If that happens, New York is set. Oh, yeah, and... And the Dolphins might well just like cancel. There's if Justin Herbert's franchise, if he gets taken over to a first off, what the crap? And if like you're you're gonna go Justin Herbert over Chase Young, no, or God, over Chase no. Young, God, yeah. I'd like I would go get Cam Newton before I'd get yeah. Ah, wait, what? <laughs> Talk about this draft, right? Right, but I mean, you're talking the Dolphins should go and get him, yeah. The Dolphins yeah. should get Chase Young and then yeah. get Cam Newton. Well, the Dolphins shouldn't trade up from five. Right. Do not trade up from five. You don't need to trade up from five. You can get two of there, and you'll be fine. Yep. Or you know what? You could get Justin Herbert there if you're going to be dumb and draft Justin Herbert. 
do not trade up to get Justin Herbert. And if yeah. you don't trade up and someone else gets Justin Herbert, thank them for making the stupid pick for you and move on. Yeah. <laughs> you said it great, man. <laughs> I mean, that's it. That's it. Don't make it. <laughs> these these Just don't GMs, trade up. Yeah, Just don't trade up. These franchises think too much. Right. Just do it. Yep. Um. Did you see... I think it was what's his name, the Mississippi Brandon dude from Barstool. Yeah, did you see him tweet and some? He was like, uh, Bill Belichick just traded a retired player for was it fourth round pick, mm-hmm. fourth round pick, and someone was like, it's not that funny in context. And I was like, no, it's still that funny in context. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't matter that he had money left on his New England contract. He wasn't gonna play for New England. No, and they got a fourth pick out of him. Yeah, like he wasn't like there wasn't a choice of playing for Tampa or playing for New England. He was playing for Tampa, and that's it. They got a fourth-round pick for a guy who wasn't playing or going to play. So he could just – I mean, if he was a butthole, he could be like, yeah, I'm not playing for y'all either. Tampa? Yeah. Yeah, no, he could retire <laughs> from Tampa right now, and yeah. they would just be stuck with his $10 million contract. And then the Patriots get the fourth-round pick. And the Patriots get the fourth-round pick, yeah. That could happen. <laughs> Technically, yes. That would be hilarious. That would be hilarious. I'm um, sure there actually has got to be some word, though, that that would all – but if it, if it happens before, after maybe the draft, there's got to be a contract or something. Yeah, but what happens if it happens after the, like, how, I guess you'd get their fourth, whoever they took in that place? Maybe. I don't know. Who knows? Um, Number three, you got the Detroit Lions. I think this is easy, too. If the, if they don't trade back, um, I think you get the best corner. Jeff Okuda, Ohio State. Yeah, the, him or... Um, Simmons, Isaiah Simmons. Yeah, <clears throat> I think Detroit needs help in the pass rush. So I think they could go either either way here. I don't think they. I think they're kind of set not to take a bad pick though. They thankfully don't have to take a quarterback, so that they don't have that pressure <laughs> like yeah. the Dolphins. So, who do you want the? Uh, they get rid to get of seven. A seven. I'm hoping Isaiah Simmons falls all the way to. You're seven. hoping he gets all the way there. Um, if not, if they go Derek Brown, that's fine too. I just think. You need to like Luke Kuechly's gone, so you you need a replacement for right. him. You go Isaiah Simmons. That's your replacement at linebacker. He can also help you in the secondary. I just think he he gives you a versatile defender um, yeah. that you don't really have. Now, if you get Derek Brown, he shows out. That's fine. Um, I just think you could get a defensive tackle. I mean, look at the Jets and the Saints. What they did with Kyle Phillips and Shaw Tuttle. I feel like you can get a pretty good defensive tackle. Later on. Yeah. No, I feel like defensive tackle definitely is probably should be farther down the line. Shouldn't be that early. Yeah. If not, I I would trade back. If Isaiah Simmons isn't there, I would trade back. Okay. Um, I would get Kenneth Murray, um, Patrick Queen at linebacker, and then I would try to get some – I'd try to get a cornerback and maybe a defensive lineman in the second round. Yeah, that's me. I'm, I'm I like the picks. I like having, you know, options at picks. I don't I don't like just staying in one place. Yeah, and especially if you don't have like a if you don't have which you do have number seven, but if you don't have a top ten pick, yeah, what's it's it's tough to get that game changing player. Mm-hmm. So especially if you're talking about best available at that point, you're not always getting someone at a position that is. Right. I mean, look at how many offensive linemen are going to go in the top top ten. Yeah. So. And they're definitely not game. They can help a lot, obviously, but they're not game changers. So uh, where are we at now? The Giants. Uh, well, I just skipped. I just skipped around. I didn't. I didn't know you wanted to go all the way down. I just. I was curious what, who you wanted at Carolina. So yeah, we're technically the Giants. 
Um, I don't think they take the best available defensive player here. Yeah, probably. Um, uh, they, I know they're looking at a lot of offensive linemen. I'm sure that would help too. Yeah, Jedrick Willis, um, or, or Wills, sorry, Jedrick Wills, um, from Alabama would probably be my pick there. If if they truly think Danny Dimes is right, their guy. Well, I mean, like, regardless, you have to protect him, even if it's not him. You have Barkley that you need to have a good offensive line for. Yeah, because no matter how good he is, if there's not someone to run behind, right, what's he really gonna do? Dolphins, Tua, don't make it hard on yourself. Just get no, to it. And you don't need to trade up for it. No. You don't. Just stay there. No. And you can trade back and get Justin Herbert wherever the F you want because no one wants Justin Herbert. Now, maybe maybe the Dolphins trade up because they're worried somebody else is going to trade up and take Tua. That's possible. Yeah. That's possible. But don't don't trade up and get Justin Herbert. Do don't not do trade up and get Justin Herbert because you could trade down and get him in the third round <laughs> with whatever other crappy third round pick you want to pick up. <laughs> I wonder where Justin Herbert does go though, if he doesn't go in, if he doesn't go in the first round. I wonder if the Jack if he falls to the Jags at nine. So the Jack, I mean that's possible. You can, I could see the Jags trading up and taking Justin Herbert too with the Dolphins. Yeah, something about that Florida air just makes you extra stupid. <laughs> you obviously can't drive. Yeah, no, they cannot drive. I don't understand. It's so although, flat. Along although I do have a not theory. Drive? I, yeah, that that's very true. I do have a working theory though that. A lot of these really bad Florida drivers are getting blamed on just really bad people, really bad drivers who rent cars because like all the car rentals are based out of Florida. That's true too. <laughs> so you look at a car, you look at a license plate, and you're like, that person is terrible, and they're from Florida. Of they're course, giving us a bad name. <laughs> yeah, that ends in like from Kentucky, down here for the week with his family. Or it's Caleb <laughs> and his Dodge Ram. Dude, that thing was nice. Did you mean <laughs> to say that? Did you remember that car rental? I, I did remember that. That thing was awesome. I about went and spent twenty thousand dollars. $30,000 on a truck. I was like, I should do it. <laughs> I'm glad I didn't. I would be in debt right now. But Yeah. <laughs> Struggle would have been real. Yeah. Um. Chargers, I mean, maybe go Justin Herbert. Maybe. Uh, I mean, they might. They, yeah. Uh, or they might go offensive lineman as well. Get Andrew Thomas. I don't take Justin Herbert there. I'm not touching him. Yeah. Falcons, I don't know what the Falcons will do. Or not the Falcons, Falcons the, the Cardinals, sorry. Cardinals have that pick. Maybe they go... Offensive lineman. Yeah, probably. maybe. That's so boring, so many offensive linemen going. <laughs> Necessary, but yeah, not flashy. Right. Justin Herbert, going nine? Yeah, yeah. I'll say nine. Falls down there? And the, the Browns at ten, right? The Browns at ten, they're going to take an offensive lineman probably. Tristan Wirfs, maybe. CBS, RJ White has the uh, Broncos trading up to that spot and getting Judy. I wouldn't hate it. They need some They need some playmakers at wide receiver. Yeah, they definitely do. I like them. You saw that over-under. I like them to, I think it was uh, eight and a half, yeah. seven and a half. If it's seven and a half, I definitely like them to win eight games. Eight okay. and a half, winning nine, I don't know. So, uh, Vols in the draft. Vols in the draft. I'll... I guess the first one we're going to see is Daryl Taylor taken. Yeah. Um, if it's not Daryl Taylor, I'll be very surprised. Right. Um, I, I mean, I, third, I think... I think third round is where everybody has him. Yeah, I think two guys get drafted tomorrow. You think just two? You think Batuli slides out? Uh, I think he's been selected in like a few. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking Taylor and Jennings are the only ones that yeah. get drafted. Yeah. 
No, I agree with that. I, I if Batuli gets picked up, it's going to be in a very late. Yeah, maybe seventh round. Maybe one of them goes in the seventh round, but <clears throat> yeah, I would be surprised if you see more than two. I think Jawan Jennings could go in a number of rounds. I think you could see him going as early as third. That's the absolute earliest. Yeah, and as far back <coughs> as I could, I could see him falling into the seventh, depending on needs. And I have him as in the sixth. So I have Darrell Taylor going the third round to the Raiders. I just feel like he fits the Raiders. WGWTFA, that's that's Raiders. That has Raiders all over it. So, um, I'm going to go him in the third round to the Raiders. I'm going to go Jawan in the sixth round to the Packers. I'd like that. I mean, I saw Rodgers likes a lot of, and I'm not saying Jawan Jennings is a no-name receiver, but he, he's done a lot with less. Yeah. Um, so, if you bring a playmaker like that in, I think it's going to be good for that organization. I also saw him going in the, I think, the sixth to um, uh, the Saints. Okay. I would like that, too. That would be nice. Um, yeah, so, Batuli, you have fallen out. Batuli, Callaway, and Nigel Warrior, I expect to be signed immediately after the draft. They'll be announcing yeah. where they're headed for rookie camps mm-hmm. immediately following the draft. Um you know, Nigel Warrior, I'm excited to see what he does because I feel like he's just, just getting better last year every game. Um, I f- was hoping he would get uh, invited to the Combine because mm-hmm. I was like, if he gets invited to the Combine, his um, his measurables are pretty solid. Like, his measurables are better than Juwan's. Like, right. we all knew Juwan was going to go to the draft or to the Combine and people might start questioning mm-hmm. him. Nigel Warrior, I thought if he gets to go to the Combine, he's going to – show out yeah, and jump potentially, off the yeah. potentially sneak his way into a into the draft. Um, but with that not happening, I kind of figured there was zero I'd like chance. the Chiefs to pick him up. That's where his dad got drafted at. Okay. Uh, I think that'd be cool. Um, that would be. I have Marquez going to the Titans undrafted. Okay. Um, that would be awesome. Yeah. I, I just think they need somebody who can high point the football and, hey, can't find a better one than Marquez Callaway. If you can – if if Marquez Callaway can develop how I truly believe he can develop um, – him next to AJ Brown would be pretty, yeah, pretty nasty. Mm-hmm. Marcus uh, Callaway, I think, is one of those. Look back on, I'll be pretty disappointed if he doesn't have a good NFL career. Yeah, I mean, he's. I think Gerald Taylor or Jawan could probably have the best, but I think the if you'd asked me before last season, I think Marquez Callaway would have been the most NFL ready player we had. Yeah, I would agree with that. Um, I have Dominic Wood Anderson going undrafted to the Vikings. Okay, back up Kyle Rudolph. Um, and then I have Nodger, like I said, Nigel Warrior to the Chiefs. I have Daniel Batuli actually going to the Panthers. Nice. Um, if they get, if they don't have, you know, a top linebacker, he can either back one up or. I would imagine they'll be bringing in a lot of free agent to try linebackers yeah. to to look at it. I mean, you're yeah. replacing, you're trying to, they're going to replace their best guy with, they're going to try to find an immediate replacement for him and someone really good. You got a lot of cap space free up, and then they're going to have to look for. Somebody back him up. Somebody else. So. Yep. Um, so Matt Miller had Juwan Jennings as a number thirty-one um, wide receiver. He has Marquez Callaway as the number sixty-four receiver. He is Dominique Wood Anderson as the number twenty uh, tight end. And then I'll have to go through. The... So edge rushers. He has Drill Taylor as the number eight edge rusher. Um, we'll go to the next one. Daniel Patuli, I think he was on this list somewhere. 
No, he was not on this list. Yeah, he was. Number was 30. Um, Nigel Warrior was not on the list. Gotcha. Um, as safety. But yeah, I think all those guys will sign some kind of contract. Right. Um, yeah. And get a shot. No, I, I expect you'll you'll hear from him after the season. So. Yep. Absolutely. Robert Faust says, are we going to have a football season? We hope. We hope. We. I don't have a clue. I hope no one's made that decision yet. I know that UConn guy has. Um, and so has Missouri. Do you see where they're going back to class? Oh, they're going back to class? Yeah, in August. Okay. Then I think we're getting a good sign here. Wow. Yeah, I mean, that's... I think he's going to have the... They're going to have this, the staff go back in, like, waves. Okay. Um, so, yeah. So, I feel like that's, you're moving one step closer. That's what you need to happen is schools need to be back in session. So, as long as that happens, um, I think you're guaranteed a football season. You may not have – you may not be in the stands. Right. But we'll I, think you get, I think you at least have a football season. That yep. So. And, and just cancel – the guy said he's canceling the fall sports. Like, does that mean they wouldn't happen in the spring? I'm just confused on what the he's – The UConn guy. That yeah. I'm just confused of his – Take because he, if he's saying it's like the spring where we're just not going to have those sports, right? I think that's that's kind of jumping the gun a little bit to I me. Mean, it's barely, it's not even May yet. Right? Why are you making decisions about things in August, and why are you making a decision about things that don't need to be made right now? Like that doesn't need to happen. Right? I, I don't know. Robert Faust said he he has his tickets. We have our Good. tickets too. Perfect. So we're I have uh, mine yet, but. Well, I don't have them yet, but I've purchased them. I have not purchased mine yet. Oh, okay. So, need Better to get on that. Yeah. I Are you sitting yet. in the same place? I'm sorry? You sitting in the same place? Yep. Okay. Yep. You want to do our, uh, have you heard, have you had anybody try to guess the uh, all-time leading score? I have not. Anybody got to guess? You win a free shirt, all you got to do is guess. <laughs> it's not a bad, that's not a bad little, little get. Just type in this. Uh, just guess. Just guess. Just type in. Type in uh, your your best guess into the what you call it? Oh, the chat. God, why do I sound so old? Uh, just type it in. Tell us who you think the all time leading scorer in Tennessee football history is. If you get it right, first person to get it right, give you a shirt. Um, you can just guess a bunch of random names. Speaking of old, and I hope my mom doesn't listen to this. But, um, <laughs> Are you about to say something bad about her? <laughs> yeah, kind of. <laughs> um, my wife was trying to teach her how to do Zoom today. Oh. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, and she was trying to figure it out and she was like, What time is does the email say? And my wife's like five thirty. It was five forty four. Ah. <laughs> yeah. That's <laughs> super call was late. not happening. No. Uh Les Wadley on YouTube said, Haven't been able to figure out why in the red zone Tennessee didn't get the ball to Marquez. Fade to him could have been very successful in my my opinion. What say you guys? I agree. We did it several several times and it worked. Um probably should have been more of a um, more of a red zone threat should have went to him more often. We were not successful in the red zone. And I think, I guess I don't really think I can show you that. Uh, we talk about how, how important it is to be dominant at the line of scrimmage. It's also be also important to be dominant in the red zone. Yeah. Uh, if you're dominant in the red zone, you're probably going to win most of the football games. So that's very, very important. Teams that wins the, or scores the most points will win, right? Yeah, absolutely. Les Whaley also asked, can you uh, can you guys explain how North Carolina is doing these crazy numbers in recruiting? Uh, I assume he's talking about football. Yeah. Are they, move, are they moving up? They're like the number two class wow. right in the country. Um, first, I'll go to Mark West Callaway. I think a lot of 
of why he wasn't utilized is, is because of quarterback play. Yeah. And that's his entire career. It's not just this past year. Right. Um, he should have been utilized a lot more, especially when we didn't have Juwan Jennings. Yeah. And I think a lot of in the red zone, we get close enough and there is no trust in JG, but any of our quarterbacks. Right. Um, so I think a lot of that was because of quarterback play. Right. Um, right. And just not trusting them in the red zone. Um, North Carolina, they have a, a ton of prospects in state. I think it was kind of like Tennessee last year. They just had um, a bunch of guys in state that they're able to get. And, and with no one able to take visits anymore, it's just easier to, to go right to your home. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's very true. Yeah. Go to your home uh, college. So, uh, I think that's – I think Mac Brown is getting a good program together. Right. Um, now, is he able to do anything with it? I don't think he'll ever be Clemson. Um, no, nah, that would be tough to do. And if this opens back up, you could see a lot of those guys decommit. There's um, still plenty of time for that to happen. Yeah. So, I mean, you have until December, and with everything right now, I would say a lot of a lot more people would wait. And how many? So how many signings do they have? I, mean, I know you have to have a, n- a certain number to rank in that, but you um, know, uh, I don't know. A lot of their guys are in state, right? And I know you've talked about how good that North Carolina class is this year. Mm-hmm. That's a twenty twenty. Yeah, um, a, lot, a lot of those guys. Tennessee is has been after as well. So it's right. you know Tennessee could jump right back into the the thick of some of those recruitments if we're able to open things back up. And it kind of sucks for Tennessee because there's not a big in-state crop of talent. Right. And so... So they have 14 commits. They yeah. have eight five stars, but they have 11 four stars. Right. They're number two in the country. Wow. Yeah. Uh, I'd say also a good explanation is you have a Hall of Fame coach on your mm-hmm. leading yeah. your squad that has proven to get guys in the NFL and proven that he can win games. So. Win a national championship. Yep. Um, Les Wadley also got our trivia question right. He said, I has to be a kicker. I'll say Jeff Hall. That is absolutely correct. Jeff Hall is the leading scorer in Tennessee football history. Les, I'll get with you after the show, and uh, we'll get you this shirt. Um, what do I do with the other thing? Let's see who it is by a – mentions by – it doesn't. We need to create some more trivia questions, especially during this time, off the record books. I'm going to do some more research tonight and find – so we're going to find a full record book. Yeah. That'd be fun. Create some, our own Aflac trivia questions. <laughs> Aflac, you have to pay us for that. There's no free hats. Right. No free hats. Sorry. No, sorry. I hate, hate that for you. Um, <laughs> college football rule changes. Talking college football, there's not any real notable changes. Like, there's one t- minor rule change, but it really doesn't, like, affect the game that much. Obviously, people are making fun of it because of... Nick Saban, um, the rule pretty much beat him. <laughs> right. But it's, it's really not a big rule change. He cried about it, and it got passed. So Right. Uh, <coughs> the first, I'd say, like, they're not really answering our questions, though, about target. Like, that's not what we want fixed in targeting. So, targeting, they're leaving. The player that is ejected now can remain on the bench. That doesn't really uh, – that's not what we want fixed about targeting. Yeah, like, that's a good thing to do, but that doesn't fix yeah, anything we want to do. Yeah, Um the two-minute guideline for replay, so now it's a two-minute shot clock pretty much. We've got to determine inside two minutes. I'm mm-hmm. glad they did that. I I think that's important because I think that if you can't see a play, I think it honestly should probably be one minute. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I, I think one minute and you're not allowed to slow it down unless you're looking at like if they stayed in balance. And then I think you can like take a picture and look and see, okay, they didn't step out off the line. Um, but I feel like that's a pretty good guideline. You're, I think that's a good, I think that is, I forgot about that one. I think that's a good way to move towards fixing replay. Yeah. So. I agree. Uh, number zero can now be worn as a number. I don't care about this one. I think it looks hideous on jerseys, especially football jerseys. But yeah, it looks whatever. Cool, right? I, don't, I don't care. Um, and then officials have jurisdiction 90 minutes prior to kickoff. This will forever be known as the uh, um, like Lynn Bowden Jr. Lynn rule. Lynn Bowden Jr. rule. Um, <laughs> because he sucker punched a guy. Yeah. Did he just think he wasn't going to, like, did he know he couldn't get thrown out? So he's like, I'm going to punch this dude. He's like, what time is Because I think he rushed for like 230 yards and threw yeah, for 100 I mean, in that game. Yeah. And they almost lost him before the game even started. Right. <laughs> also, <clears throat> was it, who was it that got kicked out of the Kentucky game two years ago? Because they got, it was not two years ago, it was Bush Jones last year. It was 17. So yeah, two years ago. Um, and the entire team got a personal foul penalty. So that yeah, was the first was one. That? that was so dumb. We never even left the bench. Tennessee never left the bench. Kentucky did. Tennessee but he gave never, everybody one. But everyone got assessed a personal foul penalty. Just like that's what happened in the Kentucky-Virginia Tech game. Everyone was assessed a personal foul. And then it wasn't Batuli, was it? Got thrown out. It was a linebacker. I just can't remember who it was. I don't know. Got a personal foul and they rejected. So that's a terrible rule. Yeah. That's Especially terrible. when you have replay and you can go back and see who threw punches. Right, yeah, they're, they're literally playing it on ESPN saying, hey, this guy threw a punch and is not ejected. Yeah, but the whole team yeah, gets get, personal foul pennies. You don't know who did You get a personal foul <laughs> Everybody gets them. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I don't think there's any serious rule changes. That This one doesn't mention the new play clock rule, though. Hmm. And I'm going to need to get – can you explain it well? I don't know. Okay. So it has something to do with how the play clock ends and the um, how the play clock ends and how the game clock ends at the end of the half. I did not read that one. I didn't read that one. Maybe it's just being talked. Maybe it was proposed. It was the one Gus Malzahn tweeted about. Let's see if I can find it. It was something like if there's at the end of a game, there's. If there's less than four seconds left and there has to be a replay, or if I'm looking, okay, so if the game clock expires at the end of the half and a replay determines that there was time remaining, mm-hmm. and the clock should start on the referee signal after review, there must be at least three seconds remaining when the ball should have been declared dead or to restore time on the clock, or the game's over, yeah, yeah. so or, or or the half's over. So that see that's dumb. I I don't know. I don't know how to feel about it. I didn't I thought there was already a rule. Not not a rule, but like, hey, there's a second left. So the only reason I guess so this wouldn't be a question at the NFL at the NFL level. So I guess what we know what they're doing is since the chains move. So mm-hmm. I, I don't I'm trying to remember the Auburn play. Did Auburn get a first down? They were clocked down before the time expired. Before time expired, is that what happened? And then they got a chance to reset the chains, start it, and snap the field goal. Is that exactly what happened? I'm assuming. I know yes. there was a lot of controversy surrounding it. Oh, here explains it. Uh. Oh, is it? Oh, okay. That was a different play. Sorry. Hmm. 
Yeah, I'm not sure. Okay. I mean, none of the rules really. I mean, oh. that rule does make sense when I think when you think about it because you shouldn't right. ta- like a second would take too long, even three seconds. It because if that happened and it was four seconds left, Auburn okay. still probably wouldn't have had time to get there, get their field goal team on, and snap it. But in the new rule, if it was four seconds, they would have time to do that. So I, I just that love sense. that they like took the time to actually look at targeting and then did that and then did that. That's the rule they give us. Yeah, that is pretty. That is pretty bad. I didn't think about that. Yeah. Uh, anything else about college ball rule changes? Fixed targeting, like really fixed targeting. That's that's my only that's my only thing that I just hate about it. Yeah, I, I just I mean, especially watching these nineteen ninety eight games where like right. it was so fun to but, see hits and stuff. And there were also a ton of hits in nineteen ninety eight that like weren't that weren't targeting. Yeah, they were hard hits, but they immediately get a flag and they get review back and get a return. But it's like they should have never been in question. I think there's a lot of things to fix about targeting. Um, I think the launching. I don't. I mean, I guess that's the only way to stay injury free. I don't know. The launching rule's tough though. Tough to enforce correctly. Right. Yeah, I don't know. Ooh, I was typing in Auburn, Alabama, in 2013 popped up the kick return. Kick six. Yeah, and that that was 13. I think. Yeah, I think yeah. you're right. I am right. I'm just kidding. Um. See if I can find that play. I don't know if I'm gonna be able to. I'm gonna have to look it up after this. I'm curious though that why, how that rule ended up. So, um, jumbotron, jumbotron. Did we have one? I don't think we said anything. Mm, yikes. Okay, one off the. Mm, we should ask listeners to give us one. Oh, what was your favorite part of the last dance? Favorite part of the last dance? That's hmm. can be anything. I'll yeah, go first. I'll tough. go first. The the French guy trying to get his trying to sneak good. an autograph. That was good. Uh, I like the golf game. Okay. I, I want to know if the with story, Danny Ainge. Yeah. Okay. I want to know the story about uh, the Charles Barkley golf game is true now because a lot of people are like, oh, you're talking about how they're buddy buddy. Uh, now they play golf the day of a, you know, the conference. Uh, or of the NBA playoffs. Mm. But apparently, did you read the story about Charles Barkley? Apparently, after they played golf, Michael bought him like a $20,000 watch. This is like a Bleacher Report story or something like that. Um, that Michael Jordan bought him a $20,000 watch, and I guess someone asked him why. And it was something like, I don't know, now he that fat ass won't, think, or now that fat ass thinks we're friends or something like that. I don't know. Something making fun of Charles Barkley. And everyone's oh like, gosh. yeah, it was not what you think. I need to find the, see if I can find the story. Gosh. But, yeah. Uh, my next favorite part, and I, it was something I didn't know, was Scotty Pippen was a manager at Central Arkansas. I did Arkansas. not know that. That was cool. That yeah. was very cool. Um, also, it's it's hilarious that Central Arkansas produced the best player from Arkansas ever. Do what now? Sorry. Like, like Central Arkansas had the best player ever right. from Arkansas. Like, it wasn't Arkansas. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Bill Clinton was on there, too. Did you see... Yeah, dude, Bill, and he was under like I think they've had him as Arkansas governor, governor of Arkansas, or something like that. They had uh, <clears throat> Obama as Chicago resident. I was like, oh, thank you. You <laughs> couldn't put pres like everyone knows he's from Chicago, right? That's a problem. What was your next favorite? Um, I'm trying to think of just like favorite parts. I love the cocaine circus, and that started it off hot. 
<laughs> and like Michael Jordan's like, I'm not answering that. Pretty yeah. much. Like he's like, I don't know. Come on. You know, yeah. first off, you know. Right. You know. I love uh when James Worthy said I was I was better than Michael Jordan for about two weeks. <laughs> well I was I was talking to someone about that. I was like, that's the difference between and I think it's why people hate LeBron more than Michael, like typically. Is it's that hard work mentality. Because LeBron works just as hard as Michael Jordan. There's no question. He's changed his body two or three times now. <clears throat> he went in one season from one of the worst three-point percentage shooters to one of the best. Like, he is obviously a very hard worker. But it didn't take as much to untap his talent. Like, he's always been the biggest and fastest kid. Right. Michael wasn't the biggest, fastest kid. Even, like, in college. Like, it wasn't like he just walked out on the court and was better. Like, if LeBron had played in college, I mean, he would have absolutely dominated from day one. Because mm-hmm. that talent is more of a gifted obviously has to work hard to maintain it and to craft it and to be better but like he walks out on the court and he's a freak of nature immediately i mean there was two people taken in front of michael jordan in the draft yeah and but michael is just like he had to grind every day to yeah it wasn't and i don't think lebron it's not like oh he could take a day off and be but it definitely didn't take as much to untap that talent as it and that i think that's why people because jordan you can kind of relate to everybody's had that Pretty much everybody's had that being cut moment. Whether they were actually cut, it's like, you know, they got benched or they got... Everyone's mm-hmm. had that moment, whereas LeBron's never really had that moment. That's a good point. He's, he's never had the moment of of being being the... Um, either, you know, one of the worst guys on the team has to work. Yeah. He's yeah. a come-up story. Yeah. Michael Jordan's the pill in the lunchbox. Lunch, or lunchbox and hard hat. Yep. I can't find the story now. It was all over Twitter. See, I don't know. That's why I don't know if it's true. What was your uh, what was your next one? Uh, so I guess I, um, I love how much Scottie Pippen's accent changed from sounding like Cleveland Brown to <laughs> he did kind of like... almost sounding like he was from Chicago. He almost had me fooled for a second. Yeah, he starts getting that city accent. Also, what do you think about him getting paid like 122nd in the league? That's insane. Two point eight million highway robbery. Oh, dude. Also, I've read that it wasn't Jimmy Sexton's fault, but we can blame it on Jimmy Sexton. Yeah, that's fine. Also, how much money has that dude made? He's every. How is he everybody's manager? <laughs> He's got a. Maybe he works for like TMZ. He's got like a lot of dirt on a lot right. of people. That's got to be it. Um, stupidity. Stupidity. Mine was Tom Fernelli, the okay. draft where Bur- it was Burrow to the Bengals, Herbert to the Dolphins, Tua. Did the Jaguars trade up, or did Tua go somewhere else? Tua, whatever. He had those quarterbacks going three, and Chase Young falling all the way to four, and the Giants magically scooped him up. If that happens, <clears throat> oh my gosh. Yeah. That's, that's So, bad. have you seen all the uh, the people playing NCAA, and they're posting all their offers and stuff like that? Yeah. Did um, you see Eli Drinkwitz? No. So, a guy said he committed to Missouri and Eli Drinkwitz. Like posted, <laughs> he is excited okay, about it. That's funny. That's funny. I was hoping he was about to fall for it, but okay. That, that's pretty funny. So you don't think he did? Oh, you think he did it on purpose? Yeah, I'm kind of thinking that. Okay, that would be fantastic. If that's what <laughs> I it's hope not. It's like who is this guy? But I mean, maybe it's not. If it's like an intern who doesn't know about recruiting, and he's just no, like, I mean, it's possible. Boom, it's, or you know, whatever. It's certainly possible. Yeah, so that's my stupidity. Do you have any more? Uh, I'm sure. 
I'm very confident I do. Oh, I have uh, college football quotes. Did their ranking college football recruiting departments? How do you do that? I don't know, but he is number one. He has North Carolina, two Ohio State, three Clemson, four Minnesota, five Virginia Tech, six Georgia, seven USC, eight Texas A&M, nine California, ten LSU. Did they say what it was based on? Exactly. It just says recruiting departments. I don't know what that means. Yeah, I don't either. But he only has three SEC teams, and none of them are in the top five. He has Minnesota as number four. Row the boat, baby. Yeah. (laughs) Row that boat. That's all I got. Um, I do want to mention this. Clemson had their first decommitment since – December 23rd, 2016, this past week, when Corey Foreman, um, the five-star defensive end from California, um, decommitted. Uh, Cordary Richardson was the one that decommitted. He is decommitted from there. I think signed with UCF, ended up going to Texas A&M, and now he's he's in the transfer portal at Texas A&M. So, good make up his mind, but he's from Memphis. (laughs) He went to Tresvent. I think that's where... um, uh, dude at Gallenberg Pittman, that's where he was at. Um, Coach Rank. Rankin. Rank. Rank. Rankin is Alcoa. Alcoa, yeah. Rank. Um, Les Whaley asked if we had seen the movie Greater. He said the 98 Arkansas game is a, is a is such a big part of it. Is that the movie that they filmed in Knoxville? I haven't seen that. So, Greater is um, about Brandon Burlesworth, the okay. um, offensive lineman from Arkansas. Okay. And so that... That '98 game is a bit is is a big part in it. Um, it actually shows like Al Wilson when he I don't remember we block the kick. Al Wilson I think picks it up, and Brandon Burlesworth actually it's it, it like shows him laying him out, but really in real time he just pushes him out. <laughs> um, yeah, Brandon. It's about Brandon Burlesworth. It's a really gotcha. good movie. Okay, um, I'll have to see it. Very sad, it. but it's on Netflix. Got, I just got Disney Plus. So I'm a little dialed into that right. Gotcha. I watched Cool Runnings, uh, sort of today, kind of the background. Um, Cool Runnings, fantastic, great movie. Feel the rhythm, feel the rhyme. It's a phenomenal movie. That's all I got. You got anything? Nah, that's all I've got too. Um, what was I about to ask you though? I feel like it was something about. We do have a giveaway. Oh, we have a giveaway. Let's do that while I try to. Um, Hound Dogs giveaway, right? Yeah. So Hound Dogs twenty five dollar gift certificate to Hound Dogs. Before you get that away, let me tell you guys how to sign up for that because I don't know if we did at the beginning of the show. So each you do it tonight. Obviously, you won't be entered in this drawing. We're about to give away, Um, but do it at some point tonight or before our next show. Go to volunteerroadshow.com. Sign up. You'll have exclusive access to all of our content um, and a, a great team of riders, and then obviously all of our shows as well. So make sure you go and sign up for that. You can um, chat, interact, set a profile. Go sign up for that. You'll little two birds, one stone, have access to the content, plus be entered for a giveaway. Make sure you go do that. Yeah, so the $25 gift certificate to Hound Dogs. The winner is Alan Blaylock. Alan Blaylock, congratulations. Congrats. Um, So to do that, you have to... um, Email Bobby C at volunteerroadshow.com or Billy Ratliff at volunteerroadshow.com um, to claim your prize within a week. Go do it. Within a week um, to get that $25 gift certificate. Congrats. That's all I got. That's all I've got too, guys. Think, first off, oh, before you, as you're getting off here, stay with us. Stay with us. As you're getting off here, do me a favor. If you're on Twitter, retweet this. 
here on Facebook, share it. Like it on both of those. YouTube, like it, thumbs up it, whatever. Um, share it on whatever platform you, you prefer, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, whatever it is. Um, make sure you follow Volunteer Roadshow as well, more important issues. Um, and then you can follow our individual accounts as well. Uh, guys, we're talking football. We're talking sports every time we come on here, doing our best we can. If you have any questions for us, you can ask them before the show. You can ask them um, during the show. Uh, we'd love to talk with you guys. Appreciate you all getting on, on tonight. We'll see you guys on Sunday night. Uh, we will have a full show. We're, but to start, we're talking about the 98 South Carolina game. Continue our rewatch. Uh, so make sure you watch that so you can talk along. Or if you just have it memorized, then there you go. But watch yeah. it and soak it in. Uh, they also There are some games which are my favorite to watch are the um, John Ward calls of the games. I yeah. haven't checked to see if there's a South Carolina one. There was an Alabama one. Oh, those, nice. those are good to watch. That's cool. Um, yeah, it gives you a little bit of positivity in your life. Absolutely. Right so Absolutely. everybody needs that. Um, that's all we got. We're bringing the boat in and we out.